as I was thinking about the story itself and, and, and the events of the first Easter, of course, um, God himself didn't wait uh, for the celebrations to start uh, until Jesus was uh, raised from the dead. Um, his celebration started the moment uh, Jesus died. Mark records this. Um, chapter 15, verse 37 says this, With a loud cry, he breathed his last, and the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The, the wonderful news of Calvary, the wonderful news of Jesus' death, is that at the moment of his death, uh, sin of the world was paid for. The righteous man had died for the unrighteous. Sin's curse had been lifted. Access to the Father was now available to us all. It's a wonderful news, and, and God wasn't going to wait uh, for the resurrection, for that to be declared to the world. He didn't wait for that to happen because the death of his son had already paid the price. Access to the Father no longer depended on us getting it right. The new covenant had begun at that point. Access dependent only on the righteousness of Jesus and his sacrifice. And we can and we should celebrate that. We can celebrate that every single day during this time by being in his presence, enjoying his favour, his acceptance. It doesn't require anything on our part, only to recognise what he has done for us. But then, of course, the day of resurrection did come. And uh, in Matthew 28, there's an account of an earthquake and an angel coming down. And he rolled away the stone and sat on it. And I just love that description. Um, and I, I just would have wanted, you know, if I was uh, an angel, that, would be, that would, wouldn't have been a wonderful job. I don't know whether uh, he really understood, uh, or she, we don't know whether it was male or female, but what, uh, what, what they were doing, what the significance of it was, um, probably did. And I just want to meet that angel in heaven and, and, and ask, what was that about? What, what was that like? Um, but then you ask the question, why did the angel do that? Was it to let Jesus out? Well, well the answer to that is no, because as we read later on in, in the book of John, Jesus wasn't restricted as uh, in his resurrection body. He was able to go into places that were locked and be with his disciples. So that whole, that whole thing of rolling away the stone wasn't to let Jesus out, but was to let us in. It was to show us, it was to show Mary and the women and Peter and John uh, and the rest of us could see for ourselves that he's not here, he's risen. It's a wonderful thing that Jesus, uh, God was wanted making sure that we could see that uh, his body is no longer there and he is alive. And of course, that resurrection tells us many things. One of the things that we've already spoken about it is uh, the fact that Jesus rose again meant that he was able to take our sin because death could not hold him. There was no guilt or sin of his own that death could hold on to. But he also exhibited and showed a life that was unbound and unlimited. Think for a moment about um, his grave clothes. Jesus was wrapped in grave clothes and placed in the tomb. Um, and yet, uh, when he rose from the dead, there is no uh, description of those grave clothes being taken off. 
when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he came out and Jesus told the, the people around him, take the grave clothes off him and let him go. Lazarus was still bound. Jesus wasn't bound like that. And as I've already said, he was uh, in his resurrection body, he was able to go into places that were locked and uh, he was free. He was able to, uh, to be uh, unlimited. And I just wanted to, to think about that, that, that actually that's what Jesus was like. And then Paul develops that thing further in Galatians. When he says this, he says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the one who loves me and gave himself for me. Now, this is a, a truly amazing statement. That life that Jesus exhibited is in us. That freedom that he understood is in us. And so I just want to look at what, what, does that, what does that mean? Well, the first thing, and the most important thing really, is because death couldn't hold Jesus, death can't hold us now. His life in us means that we are in the same way that Jesus wasn't held by death, we can't be held by death because we are righteous, we are holy. And so we have such hope in the future because the life of Jesus is within us. Death won't hold us when it comes to it. But also we can experience the freedom that Jesus experienced. We can have that free life living within us. And we do, and we experience that. But as I was thinking about this, I, I felt challenged and, I, and I, I thought to myself, where am I uh, limited in the experience of freedom that I know? And where can I experience more uh, freedom and more of that life of Jesus within me? Uh, and I, I was just thinking of various areas that, that each of us can perhaps be uh, challenged by. Um, we might feel that we don't, are unworthy for access. Maybe we feel that we um, don't feel accepted, that we're not loved, uh, that we need to perform uh, to gain approval. Maybe we, we are fearful about the future and that restricts us. Or maybe when you think about it, you're not as free in worship as you'd like to be or free in joy or free in hope. Maybe your finances uh, restrict you or you're, you feel limited in what you can give or in hospitality. There's so many ways that sometimes as Christians, we can feel restricted. It's like we're still wrapped in those grave clothes, even though we are raised from the dead and it's, we're standing at a locked door and we don't feel able to go in. The reality of it is, is that Jesus wasn't bound by those things. And because his life is in us, neither should we be. And as I was thinking about this, I, I thought, well, actually, I can't just talk about this and not apply it to myself. So I spent some time this week saying, God, where am I not as free as I could be? Where am I not exhibiting uh, uh, the, the freedom of God? And, and uh, where could I experience more of the freedom of God? And actually, as I did that, God spoke to me about a number of areas. I won't go into the details now. One of them was in the areas of, of sharing my faith. And uh, I'm a at work and I'm a manager and I've felt restricted about what I can do and, and I felt God say to me actually in some of this area you're believing a lie you're believing that you can't be, be uh, 
free in sharing when actually you can be. And, and I, I've prayed about it. And actually, I, this week, I've started to do a little bit more on that with some of, uh, some of, the, um, some of my uh, people who report to me who, who are struggling a bit. Um, and I'm sharing some of my faith with them. And so as I was let's just sort of conclude, I want us to, I want to challenge us during this time is, you know, as we are restricted, where can we move out in new areas of being unrestricted in our spiritual walk? Where can we experience more of the life of Jesus within us? It's about believing. It's about faith. Bible talks about, as, as I read, about um, the life I live, I live by faith in the one who loves me and who died for me. So it's about faith. It's about trusting. It's about dealing with lies, asking God to reveal us what lies am I believing that restrict me? And then just to, to believe it and to step out and to do maybe something that you haven't done in this time. And you know what? I'm, my prayer is that over this time, as we uh, think about these things, as we, as we seek God on this, that when we come back together, we can have a wonderful celebration. We can have a wonderful time uh, where we are together just worshipping and celebrating the risen Lord Jesus. And my prayer is that during that time and when we meet, that we're going to be a freer people than when we started this process. That as we meet with God as we ask God where can I experience more of your life where I can have a greater measure of your freedom so we will become freer people and when we meet back together physically we are going to be freer in worship we're going to be freer in joy we're going to be freer in hope we're going to be freer in generosity in outreach in gifting mm -hmm. a people experiencing a greater measure of the wonder of the joy the freedom of the life of the risen Lord Jesus. So I just wanna pray for us and then we'll move on. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for Jesus and his death and resurrection for us and all that it means. Thank you, Jesus, that you set us free. Thank you, Jesus, death doesn't have a hold on us anymore because your life is in us. Thank you, Jesus, that you have made access to the Father a reality for us, dependent only upon your righteousness not upon what I do. Yes. And thank you, Jesus, that your life lives in me and I can know the same freedom that you had when you were risen from the dead. And I can experience the same freedom in joy and in hope and in peace and in life that you experienced. And Lord, I pray that God, we during this time will experience more, a greater measure of your freedom in us mm -hmm. as we, by faith, get hold of that life that you've put in us. Mm. In Jesus' name, mm. amen.